Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, looking at the watch on my wrist, it's noon. And this is news that you can use from YAA for Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Hey, handsome, how are you doing today? Handsome, handsome. I dig well, it. I like it. Well, you should, because only <laughs> one of us is. <laughs> Good morning, Pops. It is nice to be back with you again. Um, we've got a fun show ahead of us today. We had really, really, really interesting news come from BlackBook, the latest market insights for the used car market. We're going to touch on that. We also then have heard some October sales numbers from Toyota, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, and more. We're going to look at some of those numbers as well, and even have something pretty fun to talk about when it comes to really, you've got to be kidding me. Honestly, Pops, we should have been in the van business buying vans last year, and we should have bought all the rental car stock because the thing to do is to go bankrupt, and yes. then your stock price the next year just goes up, goes well, up. So we'll talk about that as well. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and and I heard a rumor that well, we might have somebody knocking on the door soon. Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you let them in? So we're joined today, Dad, by Alex Prestigiacomo. Did I get that right? Can you guys hear me? Oh. We, we can hear you. We can't see you. <laughs> okay, there we go. How's it going? <laughs> so we're joined by Alex Prestigiacomo. Alex has a YouTube channel. Um, uh, he's a salesperson at a Subaru dealership. And so we wanted to get Alex on the, on the show today uh, to talk a little bit about what he's seeing on the ground and also react to some of the data that we're seeing. Um, so Alex, before we jump in, give you an opportunity to kind of introduce yourself, your channel, and, and, and what you're up to. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, my name's Alex Prestigiacomo. And as Zach already said, I, I sell Subarus uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, yeah, I've I've uh, been making videos uh, the last few months just to help customers better understand their cars and and uh, really enjoying it. So, and I think being at a Subaru dealership, you're especially feeling some of the inventory shortages, right? Yeah, yeah, lot lots of demand, and uh, yeah, not not a lot of inventory at all. Uh, hardly anything on the ground right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go ahead, Pops. I, I was going to ask, has has your store uh, gone more into uh, the pre-owned business uh, now that they can't actually be in the uh, new car business per se? Um, not necessarily. I mean, we try to get as many pre-owned cars as we can, but it, it's very tough to to get them because, as you guys know, used car prices are so high. It's, it's hard for us to buy uh, and be able to turn around and, and make a profit on it. So, um we try to get what we can, but um, we still try to focus pretty heavily on new as well. Now, Pops, I got a, I got a question for you. Have you ever seen someone sound so good without moving their lips once? Um, well, uh, <laughs> there was a ventriloquist many, many years ago that, that did a great job of that. But, the, <laughs> but nobody on our show, no. Man. <laughs> Seems like we're having some internet issues, Alex. We're getting a couple uh, a couple comments about a black screen. But I think everyone can oh, man. okay, so, so we'll keep running with it. And we even got a comment here from Reen. Yay, Alex. Love his channel. Helped a lot during my Forrester shopping. So, Alex, can you share a little bit? What are you trying to do with the channel? Obviously, you're, you're at the dealership and you're selling cars. I mean, we had Dave B sell Chevy on the channel uh, just last week. Is he an inspiration for you? Like, what are, what are you trying to do with the channel? 
Yeah, yeah. They, I, I have seen Dave B's channel. I actually uh, um, saw his channel and, and um, you know, was really interested to see how well he was doing with uh, Chevy Cells. And so, yeah, for, for me, uh, I really kind of started with uh, more so just, um, you know, a lot of people come in and they're buying a car and, and they may spend a while at the dealership. And uh, by the time we get to the car at the end of the day to go over it, um, they're, they're stressed out. Maybe they just want to go. They want to hop in their car and go. So usually what I do now is uh, I still go over the car um, and spend as much or as little time as people want with the car. But sometimes people are like, well, if you can just, you know, do like a crash course and send me what I've, oh. what I've done to help kind of cut down on the, uh, the time people spend at the dealership. And, um, and then now uh, with us focusing on a lot of new car orders, cause we don't have cars on the ground. Uh, I can kind of send people videos about their car before they're, you know, as they're ordering it or before they, they order it. So it's kind of evolved into that. So we're still cutting in and out. So I'm going to be uh, respectful of our audience. And also, I don't want to, I don't want the first Alice, Alex Prestigiacomo sighting on the YAA channel to not be the best one. So I'll lob you over one more question, Alex. We'll see how the internet handles it. And then if it, if it cuts out a little bit more, we might cut you loose a little early and we'll, we'll keep moving forward. And it's actually what Igor put in the chat here. I was going to ask you, what are, what's the, the, the supply of inventory that you actually have at the dealership? Are you, do you have any new cars to sell? Uh, right now we don't have any new cars to sell on the ground. Uh, you know, we usually get one to two every couple of days and, and they're gone. So, uh, that's why we're focusing pretty heavily on what's in our pipeline, what we can sell and then, and then doing custom orders for people who are, are willing to wait the, the two, two and a half months it takes to get one. Uh, may, may I ask one quick question and hope the internet holds out just a little bit longer for the answer? Um, uh, because of the shortage of cars, is your dealership in the practice of of adding an additional dealer markup to the uh, to the new cars when you do have them? Uh, I, I'm happy and proud to say that we don't have an additional markup. So we sell, uh, as of right now, all of our cars at MSRP. Well, that that you should give kudos to your management team yeah. for, for not trying to take advantage of a situation. And I understand if they felt compelled because you're not really getting very much in the way of inventory um, to have to add some additional dealer markup to make for that make up for that lack of inventory. But but bless them for for being customer centric and, and not not adding an additional dealer markup. So Pops and Alex, we got a couple things that we need to get uh, jump into and, and talk about. First and foremost, Viking Saint from Twitch is here. Tatia Hunter, still have no clue how to pronounce his or her name, but she or he is here. So thank you both for being live on Twitch with us. Again, fundamentally don't understand it, but absolutely love it. What I'd like to do with you guys is actually jump into this article from Automotive News because I think it touches on exactly what you're experiencing on the ground, Alex. So this is today uh, from uh, Automotive News, excuse me, yesterday from Automotive News, Ford, Toyota, Honda, Hyundai, Kia sales slip again. And we also have an article from Cox, uh, Cox Automotive, their research side, talking about the brands that sold the most vehicles uh, in this past month and who was kind of doing the best out of that. What I wanted to cue up here was really, yeah, this chart. Make it big. Now, yeah, yeah. smaller. There we go. We know Ford's been struggling. We know Honda's been struggling. We know everyone's been struggling. But let's look at some of these numbers year over year in October. And we'll start with you, Alex, with Subaru. Sales were down forty percent from October of last year to October of this year. Does that does that 
resonate with you? Does that seem right? Does that seem low? <laughs> uh, that that seems accurate. I would say so. Um, uh, me personally, and I would say for our store, uh, our October was our probably our worst month of the year. And so you can see last year it was uh, 61,000 vehicles that were sold this most recent year for Subaru of America, nearly 37,000. And then Pops, Toyota, Toyota, who had been doing so well, down nearly 29%. Incredible. Yeah, but we knew that was coming because they had they had let the world know that there was going to be a 40% reduction in production for the months of September and October. And so if you're losing 40% of your of your ability to produce vehicles, well, obviously your sales are going to have to go down as well because there's just not enough inventory for people to choose from when they're looking to buy a car. And and that's really, unfortunately, what's happening to Subaru. They, they seem to be impacted more than anybody because of the chip shortage um, because they just can't produce the volume that they were used to producing for so many years when they, when their sales were just taking off like a, like a, like a Elon Musk SpaceX rocket. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone there, dad. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Honda sales down 23 and a half percent for the month. And then Genesis is the big standout here uh, with their sales being up and Hyundai as well, their sales being up. One of the things that was really interesting, let me see if I can find it here in the article without wasting too many people's time. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Yep, here it is. They broke down. Yeah, here it is. The amount uh, by vehicle. So, for example, Camry sales were off 40%. RAV4 sales were down 39%. Tacoma sales down 38%. Highlander down 19 And Corolla, talk about something. Wow. Honest, 61%. And that, to me, that speaks to, and maybe Alex, you can speak to this as well. The lower margin inventory, the lower margin vehicles, those are the ones that were taking the biggest hit in terms of production, right? Like, are, you, when was the last time you saw a brand new Subaru Legacy? I guess is a question I have for you. Instead of something else that has like a little more uh, uh, margin built into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we definitely see the uh, uh, the Outbacks and the the Foresters much more uh, than the the Legacies. Uh, those are few and far between in comparison. Yeah, all the manufacturers, I mean, they're going to allocate their chips to the vehicles that, that offer the manufacturer the largest profit possible. Um, and so a volume car like the Corolla, which is so important to the uh, Toyota brand because that's how they, they bring in their initial customers and then they try and keep them for a lifetime. If they if they can't produce those Corollas in the numbers that, that they normally have, they run the risk of of losing future business because that person that might've considered a Corolla or wanted a Corolla might've ended up in a, in a Hyundai or a Kia or an, a, a Honda or a Mazda and Toyota may never have an opportunity to get them back as a customer. So the impacts of this shortage are just when you, when you look at, at, at how vast it is and, and the ripple effects from it, it's, it's really quite staggering just to toss a few more numbers at both of you guys so for example over at honda accord sales were off 20 percent. civic sales were down 39 percent. crvs off 22 pilots down 19 
two Honda uh, models posted gains. The Honda Insight was up 41% and the HRV was up 57%. But it just paints the picture like you're saying. And, and we've talked more and more, Dad, about different manufacturers that essentially the vehicles are just becoming unattainable because the price points are so high. Uh, there really is no longer a $20,000 sweet spot, you know, entry level for a consumer. Um, that's completely gone. Although, Although uh, Subaru offers one that has a, a sub twenty thousand dollar MSRP, which one was it again? I forget the Impreza. Probably, I, probably so. Yeah, I would think it would be the Impreza. Yeah, it was like the most base spec Impreza you could possibly find. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so one other thing to tie in with with all of the um, uh, all of this information about the the sales uh, year over year comparison was Cox put together some data that I found really interesting uh, back on their website, which Cox does weekly market updates themselves. Sales volume leaders are not always the winners. Did you get a chance to read this, Pops? I did, and and I I I I have great difficulty in understanding exactly what it is that the uh, that the the writer is is trying to get across here, um, because. Is he talking about it from the dealership's perspective or is he talking about it from the manufacturer's perspective? And yep. actually, I, I I went onto their contact page and sent an email asking him if, if Brian Finkelmeyer, the author, could actually, well, get back to me with which direction he's he's pointing this at so this is the deep the deep uh, uh investigative journalism uh that ray shevska provides for the ya community um and i see we have a couple questions in the chat for alex so after we run through these numbers alex i'm going to queue up some of these and then yeah. man the look on your face you look very captivated right now um i can't <laughs> wait for you to watch the playback of this um so let me share the screen again and we'll look at some of these numbers together so this is for september uh end of the month top 10 in terms of sales volumes. So you can see Subaru down there with their 42,000. We just saw back on this other page how they ended up for October down to 36,000. But for September, this the, the point that I took away from this was that, okay, Ford sold the most vehicles and here's everyone else. When you start to look at how much generated and how much there was um, incentive money spent for those vehicles, you can actually begin to figure out who posted like the best revenue per sale and it, the, the point that I, I think they were trying to make is that ram was figuring out how to make the most money off of their forty six thousand trucks sold ford was next chevy was next yeah but but my here's here's my question to to brian finkelmeyer uh he's basing every everything on an average transaction price now is that the dealership's transaction price to the eventual retail customer or is that the wholesale transaction price from the manufacturer to the dealer. And I wish I had like an I demand justice like ad lib or something like that to play right now because you're you're pushing. This is good. Well, uh, the, the the problem is is it, it doesn't mean that Ram is making more money selling fewer vehicles. It means that the dealerships possibly could be making more money selling fewer vehicles. The average transaction price, if it's the consumer-based transaction price, that doesn't impact Ram's ability as the manufacturer of the trucks to make more money. So are they really the winner or is it the dealerships that are the winner? So that's the clarification that I was looking for because the average transaction price doesn't impact 
the manufacturer's revenue. They've, it starts costing them money the moment that the dealership pays for the vehicle. I want to toss so. a question over to you, Alex, from the chat. We'll leave that Cox article alone uh, for now. Constantin says, Alex, how is your paycheck affected by not having any vehicles on the ground and selling cars at MSRP? Please feel free to be as open or closed as you'd like on this, but it's a great question. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, to, to be honest with you guys, at first, uh, it definitely impacted it uh, negatively where there, there were no cars to sell. So therefore, uh, being in a commission-based sales role, I, I didn't make a lot. But I, I, I realized probably back in May or June that this was going to be uh, coming down uh, the pipeline. So I, I really started to focus on not selling cars on the lot, believe it or not, and, and only selling uh, custom orders to customers. And because of that, um, I've had some of my best months uh, the last few months. So, We've got another question here from the chat. Question for Alex. Any idea which chip Subaru is running short of? I'd love to see Subaru sell cars without eyesight again. Last loaner from the dealer tried to kill me three times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't. I doubt they're gonna stop with the the eyesight. I know Subaru, uh, uh, you know, really strives for safety, and um, you know, there's a lot of testing that goes involved into that. But uh, anyways, I, I doubt they're gonna drop those those chips to um, to get rid of some of that safety technology. Yeah, yeah, that makes plenty of sense. Well, Alex, we've appreciated you being on. I know it's been a little choppy with the internet. Where can folks learn more about you and the work that you're doing? YouTube. I, I try to reply to most all the comments. Uh, obviously, you can search me by my 